0: Alright everybody, what's going on? It's Casey back with another brand new episode of the VIP Horror Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be reviewing Blue Ridge Rock Festival. I know my podcast is normally known for horror movies, but everybody knows I'm a rocker, I'm a metalhead, and I love to go to concerts. So, normally all the festivals are spread out throughout the seasons of spring, summer, and fall, but uh, fortunately because of the pandemic... All the festivals didn't kick off till September, uh, which, with that being the case, you had a lot of festivals happening on the same weekend. This is also the same weekend as Incarnation, Blue Ridge is on the same weekend as that, and then two weeks from now, a new festival called Rebel Rock is also on the same weekend as Louder Than Life. So you kind of have to pick and choose which ones you want to go to or which one's closer to you or which one's more convenient or which one has the better lineup. Now, originally I chose Blue Ridge because I wanted to see Limp Biscuit, but unfortunately Limp Biscuit canceled all their 2021 remaining tours. Uh, but that's not the only reason I cho- chose Blue Ridge. Uh, they also had Motionless and White and my favorite band, Hatebreed, there. Uh, So, it was a no-brainer to choose Blue Ridge. The only thing that worried me about Blue Ridge is, you know, I'm normally used to going to DWP festivals. Uh, This was an independent promoter. So, you really didn't know what to expect going to this festival. So, I am going to give you an honest review uh, and, and tell you from my personal experience. So Thursday was a complete, utter mess. I did not even get to attend Thursday. We left Asheville. Uh, it, was, it was about seven thirty, eight 8 o'clock Thursday morning, pumped up, you know, stopped, ate, all that good stuff. Uh, we got to the motel, checked into the motel, and then we went straight to the festival. Well, we started heading that way, I'd say, about 2 o'clock. No, it was, it was about 1.35. Yeah, it was about 1.30, so we started heading that way about 1.30, me and some friends. Well, I'm going to be real with y'all. Thursday, we did not get into the festival. We waited in line, in traffic, for probably about four to five hours before eventually giving up. Uh, missed Tech Nine, missed POD, uh, missed a lot of bands that I wanted to see Thursday, I wanted to see Spirit Box, didn't even get to see them. Uh... It was really disappointing and really frustrating to know that you traveled all that way and spent all that money to go see these bands, and yet you can't even get in. Uh, So I'm going to break it down to you guys like this. Festivals happen pretty much all throughout the country. And the difference is between being at a festival in a big city versus being at a festival in a small town like Danville, Virginia, uh, big cities are more mapped out for that heavy load of traffic. Uh, They have a lot of overpass on parking. There's a lot of stuff that goes in mind with being into a big city. Now, this is speaking from my experience. Now, when you go to a small town that's expecting 100,000 people, those roads and their parking are not designed for it. It was a one lane road to get to the festival in and out, just about every direction you had to go to. So they did not have the proper parking set up for this. I don't think they were expecting as many people to show up. I have no idea. But it was it was an utter cluster. We'll just say that. Um so Thursday it didn't even get to attend. Uh you know, there's a Facebook fan page that I am actually on. Uh, where, you know, people have been posting their awesome experiences, their horrible experiences, so forth, so forth. Uh, And it looked like to me that a lot of people was getting turned away. Uh, The parking passes that people paid for was pretty much non-existent. I don't even know where you were supposed to go at for the parking pass. Uh, We bought a parking pass, and nobody even asked to check for it one time. So we literally didn't even have to buy a parking pass and could have just drove up there and not have to pay for anything. Now, a lot of people like in the neighborhood and close to the festival, that people that live there, they were letting people park on the property and make money off of it, which kudos to them. I mean, that was kind of smart on their behalf. But there was also a lot of other people that you could tell they did not want this festival to go on or either they just didn't want you to park on their land uh there is the you know it was just it was a cluster we'll say that and uh, the vibe I got off this town on a side note the vibe that I got off this town is that they did not want this festival go on and if you go and read and see on the news and see on the community Facebook page and all this and that they did not want this festival go on which makes absolutely no sense to me considering that it's a small town And you talk to a lot of the locals there, or even uh, the locals outside of Eden, North Carolina, which is like right there on the Virginia line, a lot of people tell you that they don't have a lot come through that area. So to me, having this festival is boosting their revenue and boosting their economy on that side. So I don't understand why they would not want that, but whatever. Uh, You just got a real weird vibe off that. But everybody in the town was nice. So, can't really say that I've had any bad experiences with that, but you did get a vibe that it w- it they did not want this rock festival whatever to that so going on uh the festival itself it got off to a rocky start on thursday uh the as I was saying on the Facebook page, a lot of people that paid for their camping passes uh or paid for camping that that spent way more money than I did got turned away. Now, I could not imagine you know, going there thinking that you're going to buy a setup for camping and spend all this money and spend all this gas money hauling the camper, spend buckets of money on food just to get turned away and get told that your camping passes like, were full. I would be immortally pissed. So I cannot imagine what those people went through, uh, even thinking about that. Uh, it's crazy because those people paid for their spot, and either, either the festival sold more tickets than what they were supposed to. I have no idea. I, I still that one boggles my mind. Uh, and I also heard that water was running out on the campgrounds. That I don't know. As I was saying, I did not camp there, so I have no idea on any of that. I only know what I was reading on the Facebook fan page. So the way that Thursday was setting off, it was not set in good motion at all. Uh, So Friday morning, we woke up. We already decided if we were going to get stuck in traffic again, if we were going to have to wait hours just to get in, we gave a two-hour max limit. Two hours is all we're going to do. If we can't get in in two hours, we're sitting in traffic for more than two hours. Screw it. We're going home. So Friday was definitely more well planned. And Friday, they actually had more assistance. They didn't have no assistance Thursday, I feel like. But Friday, they did. Uh, Parking was a whole lot better. Uh, They got everybody parked and set up. I mean, yeah, you had to walk a little bit of a ways, and that's something else, too. They didn't have no shuttle vans or anything. Rumor was that the first day, Thursday, that a lot of the bus drivers quit. I don't know how true that is. Uh, Security was almost non-existent Thursday, is from what I'm hearing, but Friday was definitely well more organized. Uh, Friday, we got in, got to see a lot of bands, got to see Motionless and White, uh, got to see... uh, Crown the Empire. I mean, I don't have to go into all the bands that I've seen, but I will say this, that Friday was an overall better setup. Uh, Friday, they definitely redeemed themselves versus how it was Thursday. Friday felt well more organized. Saturday, same setup. Uh, Felt well more organized. Got in, no problem. Got out, no problem. Uh, We got there right at one30 so I had a little bit of an hour before I got to go see Hatebreed because Hatebreed set was at 2.35 and that was my main focus uh, was seeing Hatebreed on Saturday. <clears throat> so it was pretty easy to get in and get out. Same with Sunday. Pretty easy setup. So they redeemed themselves on how it was Thursday. Uh, Thursday was not looking good for the rest of the weekend. Uh I know a lot of people, I talked to people that drove up from Texas. Uh one dude said he drove up, I think it was from I forget which part of Texas, but he drove 20 hours for this festival and they were on the camping site and didn't even get on the camping grounds. I've talked to people that flown out from California uh to go to this festival and they were turned away and they had to go home. Uh i don't know what they were turned away about i think it was parking that's what it was uh not that they were on the uh, festival camping ground uh that they were on parking Uh, the only thing that really upset a lot of people was thursday uh blue ridge was getting so much backlash from social media from instagram to facebook to the facebook fan page that they had to turn off the comment section and they were not posting no new updates, no new videos, no anything. They just completely went radio silent. In my opinion, that was not the best thing to do. I don't know if their legal team told them that they needed to do that or what, but you should address the problem and should I mean even if you would have you know came on there and said, "Hey people, we're trying hard to fix the problem," or if you would have came in there and laughed at us and said, "Hey, I got your money. Screw you." I mean, just give us something. The fact that they went radio silent and tried to ignore the situation did not help matters at all. Uh, It made people that much more pissed off, that much more frustrated, I myself included. I felt like I got robbed. But, like I said, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday redeemed itself. Now, going through the festival, with this festival... And I, I've talked to a lot of people from all over the country I, that I met there. Uh, they said that this was their first festival that they've ever been to. So I had to tell them, like, hey, I promise you not all festivals are like this. Uh, there are A lot more festivals are well more organized than this festival. But for whatever reason, uh, this was people's first time at a festival. So... For those people that had a bad experience at your first festival, this being your first festival, if I didn't personally meet you there, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, not all festivals are like this. They're well more organized than this. Uh, they're, you know, they're just overall better as far as quality. Uh, and I'm not trying to knock Blue Ridge in that aspect, but you know, when you're putting on a festival. And you're being an indep- uh, independent promoter. It doesn't even matter if it's a festival. When you're putting on your first show. Your first whatever. Your, whatever it is. You're going to have a lot of trial and errors. But there was a lot of errors with Blue Ridge. A lot. There's no denying that. So. Like I was saying. For you people. That this being your first festival. I promise you. They're all not like this. Try any festival with DWP. And you will see what I'm talking about. Now. Now. The thing that I had a problem with, with this festival, I heard that there was a lot of people that didn't even have tickets attending this event, they were just walking through. I do definitely believe that because they didn't really check me too much uh, with my bracelet, nobody really paid attention. Uh, I walked through with my keys through the metal detector and I always carry this pocket knife on me, walked through that metal detector, nothing went off. Nothing at all. Now, when you go through one of the DWP festivals or any concert, really, they have you empty your pockets. They pat you down with the metal detector, all that. They did not do that at Blue Ridge. So literally anybody could have walked in there with anything. And that's worrisome for a lot of people because in this day and time, you don't know what people could bring in there and people could just lose their mind. And getting to that... I've noticed with all the festivals I've been to, this was a little bit more of a rougher crowd than any other festival I've been to. Now, I met a lot of cool people. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking that away. I met a lot of cool people there. But whenever you go to other festivals, I mean, of course, people's going to get drunk. People's going to get fired up, rowdy, all that. It's It comes with the territory. But I had a friend there that got hit in the head with a cane. Or something to that nature and had to get stitches and that was during hate breed set uh, I also heard other reports of somebody grabbing a trash can full of trash and chunking it into the crowd now, I did not personally see that but I have seen that people were taking full beer bottles full beer cans uh, water bottles and everything and chunking them through the crowd now I've never seen that at any festival I've done, uh, you know, been through. Nobody ever throws anything towards the band, towards the crowd, or anything. So that was kind of a new experience to me. I did see one person also get kicked out for groping women. Uh, that was uh, during the set of a Uh It was right before Motionless and White came on. Uh, they kicked him out of the crowd. Security grabbed him and threw him out because he was going around groping women and had his uh, woman with him. So that just blew my mind. So back to what I was saying, you know, this was definitely a rougher crowd. Uh, I understand a lot of people were frustrated Thursday and that just kind of added tensions a whole lot more, but still there's no need for any of that. Um, So that's what I was getting at with the whole security check, the whole patting people down, Uh, they did address that situation. They said that they are working hard and, uh, to make sure that they're checking people before they come in. And they heard a rumor that they're not properly checking people. And they said, that's not true. Yes, that is true. Uh, just because I was not pat down, I was not checked. I went through the metal detector with my knife, with my keys, everything, nothing went off in that metal detector, my belt buckle. Okay. Metal on it. Nothing went off. Everybody's just motioning through, like, come on through, come on through, come on through. I literally could have probably wore uh, my Louder Than Life bracelet and got in and didn't even have to pay for a ticket. I'm telling you, it was that easy to get past security. I don't feel like they had enough security there compared to other festivals. Uh, I felt like i have noticed that a lot of fans were pushing through security, so... Yeah, they I don't feel like that part was well organized. Um now uh, there's also another thing with the festival that I was a little confused about. Uh you had general admission, VIP and GC which stand for Golden Circle, I believe. Now not all stages had Golden Circle. I know for sure the monster stage had Golden cer- Circle. I can't remember the other stage that did. But basically if you had general admission, you were blocked off from being down front where the bands are performing. Uh, you were basically off the side on the barricade. If you had Golden Circle, you could get as close as you want. like it had this own little designated pit area. Well, going to other festivals, when you pay for VIP or you pay for whatever the crap Golden Circle is, never even heard of that in any other festival, just being real with y'all. Normally, when you pay for VIP, VIP is normally a section that's close to the stage, but it's off from the sa- stage. So, like, okay, Louder Than Life's the a prime example. General admission is down front. On both two main stages, VIP is off to the side in the walkway between the barricade. So basically people that pay for VIP, they don't want to mosh, they don't want no crowd surfers, they just want to watch the show. General admission is where people want to go crazy and let everything out. So Blue Ridge had this backwards this time, which was super weird and super confusing and I know a lot of people was getting upset, which I would have been too if I play, paid for VIP and Golden Circle. I would have been upset seeing people jump the barricade and come into my area because I felt like I didn't pay for that. So, But on their defense, in uh, general admissions defense, people that go there are ready to rock out and have fun. So when you tell them that they can't get close to a band that they came to see and there was no like really explaining any of that... I understand the frustration, but the, the, the point that I was trying to get to with this is security was not, there was not enough security to stop people from jumping the barricade. Um, now, Saturday, Friday, Sunday, there was a lot more security, obviously, there, but still, it still didn't stop people from trying to jump the barricade. So that whole golden circle, VIP, whatever as far as the monster stage and i think the other two stages that had that was complete clustered Uh, they should have better explained that than what they did and they did not so yeah anyways off that subject so there was a lot of stuff with this festival that just didn't make sense and was not well thought but back to what i was saying about they didn't do the proper security check that they, they should have. Uh, I just felt like this was not a well-organized festival. It doesn't take away from the fact that I had a lot of fun, because I had a phenomenal time there. Thursday, obviously, I did not. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, had a heck of a time. Uh, Friday definitely redeemed itself. Uh, whenever I was going there Friday, I was not super excited, just because I I didn't think I was going to be able to get in. Then once I got in my energy level got up, and then Saturday I was pumped, I was ready to go. Uh, Sunday, I was a little bit wore out, I was tired, I was like, okay, I'm ready for the day, I'm ready for to go home, so <clears throat> yeah, it, it turned out to be a great weekend, but as far as me being a normal concert go- goer, a no- normal uh, festival goer, this was definitely probably one of the most disorganized festivals I've ever been to in my life. I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna go back, but it's gonna take a lot of convincing to get me to go back. Uh, just if I know that they've got the proper setup, the proper uh, parking assistance, the proper security, all this and that, I have no problem going back. Uh, I do like the fact that they had Stevo there, which they advertise Stevo. All weekend, and the only day that he actually showed up was Sunday. Uh, I also, you know, heard at first that Little John and T Pain didn't show up, but they actually did. Now I don't know if Ludacris showed up. I've not heard nothing to Ludacris showing up, so I can't say whether he did or didn't. I do know a lot of bands pulled out. Uh, a lot of them I don't really know why, but there was one smaller band. He posted he pulled out because of how much bad press Blue Ridge was getting and how it was unsafe for fans, yada, yada, yada. So I thought this was going to be a normal trend of bands pulling out. But luckily, a lot of the bands that came on or were supposed to be on did come on. Bush canceled because of COVID, which this makes, I don't know how many times Bush has canceled. I've kind of, I mean, I hate to bash them, but I'm, I'm kind of used to them canceling. They were at Harris Casino a uh, few years ago in Cherokee, North Carolina, and literally when people was there to line up for the show they canceled. Uh they canceled I think it was Louder Than Life 2018, but Louder Than Life 2018 got canceled anyways because uh, the park got flooded, but they canceled that. I mean so basically what I'm saying, Bush canceling was really no surprise at all. Uh what other band? Jelly Roll, uh Bus Broke Down non-point canceled the day before i heard it had something to do with their bus wrecking or one of their band members getting a car wreck it was something to that nature uh, trying to think if there was really any other groups that canceled that comes to mind i uh, really can't think all that remains uh, canceled as well but it's because one of their band members tested positive for covid which is understandable why they canceled but over and all Uh, Pretty much all the bands that were advertised to be there did pretty much stick there. But there was rumors circulating around that Megadeth, Lamb of God canceled. I forget which other band I heard canceled. There was another big headliner that I heard canceled, but they were obviously there. So it wasn't as bad as it was starting to make out to to be with all the rumors and stuff like that. Uh, The festival definitely redeemed itself Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's just Thursday was a cluster, and as I said before, I don't know if I'm gonna come back. I do like festivals that are in the middle of nowhere to be honest with you. I just wish they had a better flow of traffic, and I would just wish that they would realize how many people are actually coming to these festivals. um so I don't know it's it's hard to say. I mean, I had a good time, yes. This is my first festival back, first festival in two years, because the last festival I went to was Louder Than Life 2019. Um, that was before COVID. So this is our first festival back after COVID, through COVID, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. It's just Thursday left a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, but Friday, Saturday, Sunday was awesome. So that's going to wrap up my review on Blue Ridge, and if I have any advice for other uh, people that this is their first festival they went to, I promise you they are more well organized than this, especially with DWP. Uh, the only time that DWP ever had a problem with the festival was Epic Center in North Carolina. It used to be Carolina Rebellion, they changed the name. The reason why they had problems is because they moved Carolina Rebellion was always at Charlotte Motor Speedway. They moved it the first year of Epic Center. They moved it to Rockingham, uh, the famous racetrack down there. Problem is with that is it's all one-lane roads. So same setup with Danville, Virginia, a.k.a. Blue Ridge. They didn't have the proper traffic flow, the proper roads. to expect that many people. So, EPIC's DWP got a lot of backlash because of that, um, just because a lot of people showed up to see Corn Friday night, didn't even get to see them because it was the same scenario, waiting in line for four to five hours, couldn't get through. So, after that, DWP addressed the situation, uh, talked about they knew how bad it was a cluster. The following year, they were planning on having that Charlotte Motor Speedway again, back where Carolina Rebellion was at, But then, obviously, COVID happened, so they didn't have it. I've not heard anything if they're going to have it in 2022, um, so I have no idea on that. But my point was DWP addressed the situation. I feel like Blue Ridge should address the situation a whole lot better instead of ignoring it and just hoping the problem goes away because it's not going to go away. It's just going to make it worse. So that's my point is for all you first-time festival goers, You know, if if you had a bad experience with Blue Ridge, I promise you they're not all like this. Try some other festivals. Try anything related to DWP. And no, I do not work for DWP. (laughs) I know it sounds like I'm promoting the heck out of them, but I have been to independent promoters that do their first festival, and this is you always expect some type of cluster in some way. DWP has been putting on festivals for years, uh, and so they know what they're doing. But yeah, other than that, Blue Ridge, despite all the negative, I had an awesome time. I rocked out, met a lot of cool people, uh, had a lot of fun, and I'm glad I did go. Uh, I just don't know if I plan on going back. I can't answer that right now. Just um, really depends on the lineup, of course. But overall, I had a good time. So I want to recap this review, tell you guys what was going on, what my experiences was. I hope people that did attend there i hope you guys did have fun after the cluster thursday i hope you guys rocked out as hard as i did Uh, i will be coming back in a few weeks to give you a review on another festival and let you know the difference between blue ridge and it so i'll catch you guys on the next episode for that um other than that keep rocking on and i'll catch you rockers next time all right, rock out.